This podcast is distributed for general informational and educational purposes only and is not intended to constitute legal tax, accounting, or investment advice. The information, opinions, and views contained herein are our own and may be subject to change at any time without prior notice. All investment strategies and investment involve risk of loss. Any reference in investment past or potential performance is not and should not be construed as a recommendation or as a guarantee of any specific outcome or profit. Hello, everybody. This is Nate Harper, and I have my guest today is Michael Hill. Some of you probably know him as uh, Crypto Mesh on the Discord, because that's probably the only people that are going to listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> but for now, for now, uh, I've known Michael for quite a long time. We've uh, heck, I don't know, it's about ten years, twelve years. Yeah, at least that. Uh, Michael is actually the main reason my uh, handle is Forged in Crypto. Uh, he might not know this, but we had a little meeting back in 2017. We were sitting down, not a meeting, we were just eating lunch, and he's he was telling me, he's like, hey, did you hear about the Bitcoin Bitcoin Cash fork? And I was like, no, nah, not really. I kind of did. He's like, you really should look into it, get back in, you know, buy some Bitcoin, this kind of stuff. And so I did some research, bought a little bit of Bitcoin, and then the split happened, everything else went crazy, it went up, and we ha ended up having lunch again, and it was like, oh, this crypto stuff is easy. <laughs> so that, that kind of started mm. me down the path, and that was, uh, you know, but that was well after we had known each other for a while, so obviously he's been around for a while, and um, he's, a, he's a big part of the crypto side. Uh, you know, I ask him questions, and he's got a lot of info, but uh, today we want to talk about you and your your trading style, man. What what what's your trading style? Oh, um, I think you know what my trading style is, and <laughs> it's not as uh, methodical as yours. I'd say I tend to I tend to be quite an emotional investor. I, uh, I have good hunches. Um, there are certain things I like and certain things I don't. Uh, obviously, when it comes to crypto, uh, functionality is pretty much everything. However, you know, back in the two thousand. 17 boom uh i'd just pick up anything that i thought might have some <laughs> have some uh, that's all you had to do that's all you had to do that's all you had to do yeah, man. I, I uh i think i told this story a few times but i remember buying omg uh leaving the office to go pick up my mom from the airport so it's about an hour and 15 minute long drive and I think I made sixteen thousand dollars in that drive alone, and that was that was really where I got real <laughs> hot on crypto. Because, um, like you said, you know, it's it was easy at the time. It's not quite so easy these days. Where uh, did you buy that? I can't even pull it up on the Trader View. Oh, it probably was on some random exchange. I can't even get it. It was. Here. I mean, what were we, back in those days? We were. It was just wherever you KuCoin. Yeah, it was KuCoin a lot. I was on HitBTC for a long time. Didn't really love that one. But Let's see if I can pull it up back there. Uh, it's not even on there. I know. I know what you're talking about, though. Those those times it was just like, oh, I was. I did the same thing. I can't even remember what the coin it was that I bought. It's not even out there anymore. But I was. I bought it and come back from the airport. I was looking at. It, I was like, oh damn. Was it what is now known as Nano? What was Nano called? No, that wasn't. That? Uh, I remember you and me hit that one pretty hard. Yeah. What was it called? I can't even remember. What was it called before Nano? Is I don't know, but that was another one. I mean, that's that's what we're all waiting for anyway, right? Is this uh, repeat of 2017? 
Um, yeah, I mean, I'd like that, obviously. I think this weekend kind of was reminiscent of that. It felt pretty good. You know, everything's going up. And uh, I think I'm, uh, from, from an investor style point of view, I'm a little bit more uh, emotionally moderated, Yeah, I would say. I don't get, yeah. you know, when I see things go down, I'm not freaking out. Ray blocks. Ray blocks. There it is. Yeah. yeah. And it was so fast. <laughs> it's so awful. So you, um, you're telling me you're the you're the FOMO trader or you're the trend. You know, I can't go uh, FOMO. You're a trend trader. I'm a trend trader to a degree. Uh, I think that's true. But I mean, God, I mean, I've put money in hundreds and hundreds of these crypto coins. You know, some of them have done great. Some of them have done nothing. And some of them have you know lost me money. But uh, I, I think that, you know, it's a market and it's it's a smorgasbord you go out there and get a little bit of everything on your plate and ultimately you're going to like something something will pop. So, something's going to do what you need it to do in that moment so, so i know in 2017 you focused a lot on a lot of the ico ipos icos ICOs, yeah. ICOs initial coin offerings you, uh, you were big on those oh for sure yeah what's I've, your what are you seeing at uh, coming around this year what's your What's your focus? I haven't really looked at any of the ICOs coming out this year. I think you know, what I really like, actually, I, and, you know, driving over here, I was thinking about all sorts of stuff, but the, uh, you know, those those comfort coins from 2017, the okay. ones that made it through and are yeah, still yeah. around and they still have some use case out there and there's still people who are interested in buying them and selling them. The and, grandpa and coins. The grandpa coins. They're yeah. Like grandfathered in into, into what makes good money. But then... You know, and then there's the new ones. I don't know if I'd invest a tremendous amount in ICOs at this point. Um, I do think that the the industry itself has, um, you know, it's reached that uh, the boundary of of cowboy country almost. And, and yeah. now with yeah. you know so much attention from the SEC and um, people are looking to legitimize the the cryptocurrency world, those that do it well are going to be doing ICOs and yeah. I'm not going to invest in them. Yeah. You know, the ones that are doing well are, are setting up completely correctly. Yeah. Um, and they've been around for uh, a few, certainly six months. It doesn't sound like much <laughs> when you compare that to like <laughs> traditional market trading. But, you know, I want to, I want to, I want to know the genuine team behind it. I remember so many of those ICOs and they just had pictures they'd pulled off facebook of smart looking oh, yeah. people and they were like yeah these guys are on my team oh they had like brad pitt on yeah. some of them or uh no no uh what's the guy uh ryan gosling i remember oh, yeah. ryan gosling was on like four or five of these like icos like and you're like oh, okay okay I'm but people sure would still buy that stuff right oh thing. what was the great one that was the uh it was a total rug they call them the rug pulls now but it was a um organic vegetable tracker That's coin right. And it was, I mean, it went up like there was isn't like, it, it's still tons. around, isn't it? No, no, that thing was like, I mean, they're all still around, but I don't think it's actually traded anywhere. I thought we didn't, didn't somebody mention that no. one on the, on the discord? I that might, no, that was or, origin trail. That's origin trail. No, right. that, okay, that one's that still works. around, but I can't remember what this one was called, but all they did, they left, like they just sold so much out tons and tons of this coin. And then they just took their website down. And it was like, it said like peace or thanks for your money or something just, just ran out and they were gone. Yeah. And I think that that's, that was true of a lot of ICOs that were out and around in the 2017-18 yeah. kind of market. And, you know, I got my fingers burned a couple of times on those. Um, nothing crazy, but, and you know, if uh, I don't just put my money in anything. I put my money in things that sound like they have a good use case and 
that's a legitimate right. reason to have a coin. Right. And if that was what they were pitching, I'm not saying I bought into that or, that organic coin, by the way. I, <laughs> don't, I don't think I did. I didn't either. I don't remember the name. So I just I remember seeing the news it. report on it. I can't right. remember the name of it. There was a few out there. I mean, you, you're talking about, um, you know, that meeting back in 2017, or at lunch back in 2017, talking about the Bitcoin cash thing. And I can actually remember that you and I were talking about Bitcoin three years pre- previous oh, to yeah. that. Well, we were mining it at uh, um, Santiam. Yeah, like, well, Alex was. Sorry, I, I, yeah. was. I didn't have yeah. anything to do with and that. And apparently that was the only thing that never got backed up. Right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I hope you uh-huh. ever listen to this, Alex. Uh-huh. You owe me um, a phone call. But I will say, I mean, my first talk about, you know, the rug pulls is actually, you know, I had Bitcoin on Mt. Gox. You know, I had a Bitcoin yeah. wallet on Mt. Gox. And... Sure, I mean, talk about a rug pull. Yeah. I didn't mean anything at the time. I was like, oh, I lost 150 bucks. Or yeah, like, right. Or I lost a couple hundred dollars. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Five years later, a little later, bit more I'm now. like, oh, I, could yeah, have, yeah. I would quite like to recover that wallet. Yeah, That's, no kidding. It's long gone, but um, yeah, I mean, we, it's, I think I think we, if we, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, but I think seeing Ethereum come out, mm-hmm. you know, Bitcoin at the time didn't really have much of a use case other than store of value. And I don't think it really has changed tremendously. It's, yeah. you know, it's a gold standard for internet money. Yeah. And then when I read about Ethereum, um, and we're talking five years ago, reading through Vitalik's original business case for it. And then, um, I don't know if you ever saw that website, but the original I never did, Ethereum website was like, how can you use Ethereum in your business? Start now. And it was, mm. Um, it, it was just so viable and it made so much sense to me. And that was when I really got excited about cryptocurrency was that birth of Ethereum. And I think I was yeah. a year late to to that party. And then I probably stalled for a year before I really did much <laughs> with it. But, um, you know, it just made so much sense and it still right. does to oh. this day. And it's just getting better and better and better. And I, don't, I can't see a world without it now, so... Ethereum's great outside of the uh, transaction fees. Right, and I think they're working on that. They're yeah. working on it. Supposedly two, it was supposed to be 2.0. 2.0 is supposed 2.0. to do a lot of huh, fixing of that. Well, yeah. We'll uh, see. Things, I, things move slowly in, in this hyperspeed world. Is it? Right? Uh, come on, man. Like, I <laughs> seriously, sending, it's, like, we were just talking about it earlier before we got started. The podcast was the microtransactions, you know, because, you know, we've been working in the Gala sphere with Gala games and stuff. Mm-hmm. and. You know that that's what they have to operate on in any type of game atmosphere is the microtransactions. It's the you know point you know one of a cent. Yeah. You know for their their gem or their which is interesting because it brings us kind of full circle back to Rayblox and Nano because that was right. You know that yeah. was one of their that major was use cases was, was microtransact ultra fast microtransaction. They actually have almost no cost. They actually have a system like Nano that is very good in their 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 microtransactions. They just don't have the team behind it to be able to like push it out there. Uh, they, they, I mean, catastrophic failure yeah, will yeah. we'll tend to turn people, like, yes. good engineers off. So. Yes. Um, no. I mean, you uh, get extra points if you can remember the name of the guy from the exchange in Italy. Oh, no, no. not even happen. Okay. No. I was thinking I that first when you first started saying that, I was thinking of the guy from Canada that um, he faked his own death. He, um, at least I think he faked his own death, but yeah, he, had the, he had the, he had the, he was the only one that had the wallet, the the private keys to the wallet to the exchange out yep. of Canada. It was some hundreds of hundreds of millions of dollars, and all of a sudden he was like he he died of 
like a heart murmur or something weird. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, what? And he was in a different country. And then just, they just, he disappeared. Like everything just was like gone. And it was like, oh, there's. I mean, I'm a decent human being. I like to, I like to think of myself as being yeah. filled with integrity. But there is a part of me that if I was sitting on some keys and it was like $150 million in Bitcoin and I could make it work, I might do the same. I don't know. I think you can make money a lot of other ways. <laughs> you have 150 million dollars i mean it's true. come on there's it's a true. lot of other ways to make money you, you don't need to disappear and fake your own death but well maybe there's something that's else a lot of work on. we don't know it's a know. lot of work yeah actually he might have actually died who knows that was a long time ago i, w- I think we're putting the fear of people right now because a lot of people that are going to listen to this are like uh, bitcoin newbies you know and they're gonna ah. be like oh god what a where are we gonna well, this do? was back in the day when it was the Wild West, and there was a lot of shady yeah. characters who yeah. were attracted to the big shiny thing. And, and you know, you look at the last six months of, or you can take take it in slices, like six month blocks over the last two years, and just see how the legitimacy of Bitcoin as an investment tool has has, has really gone over the hump and into uh, you know everybody's day to day lives. I mean, look right. at the big big institutions and we've been talking about that for two years like when are these big institutions finally going to drop some serious cash into bitcoin and legitimize it as a store of value and sure enough it's happening and it's it's happening right here right now um and i think you know if you're looking at bitcoin specifically as a cryptocurrency and an invest an investment vehicle uh, you you can't i i mean i don't obviously want to i just can't possibly see it going away or going no, it's there. It's not when you talk about hundreds of millions of dollars, and I've talked oh, about this billions before too. Of dollars are out there and there. Well, and you take the, the my favorite one. I mean, obviously you got Michael Saylor, who's got two point two billion in, in MicroStrategy, but is the insurance companies? I think there's two of them, and both of them put about a hundred million dollars in. Mm-hmm. Traditionally, your insurance companies are not hedging their cash into risky investments, you know, and they're also not putting their money into something that they're going to turn around and trade in three months, right. six months. They're, they're holding these things for years. Yeah. I mean, their book of business has like a 35, 40 year yeah. tail on it. And yeah. that, that whatever they invest in now has to still be feeding those mouths yeah. way out there. So they're not, I mean, these, a lot of people, you know, we're talking about this last dip we had and they were like, Oh, it's the institutional, you know, people that got in in December that are turning around and selling. No, they're not selling. They're buying. They're still buying. Mm-hmm. So it, it's very interesting, the mindset and that fear that people have. Well, I think, and then and, and you hit the nail on the head, is, you know, look at this last dip. I don't, I don't know if I read or heard the word market manipulation out there, whereas every single dip since 2018, right. that's, that's where people go. It's like, oh, it's being manipulated, it's being manipulated, it's being manipulated. Kind but of. I kind don't of. know if that's true in this. Uh, yeah, but I heard it. In the GBTC side, right, because of the the premium and uh, people, they feel people are swapping out, uh, you know, selling out some for the premium and vice versa, and that was a a lot of the dip. I mean, the heck, how much do they own? GBTC owns a, a little crap ton of Bitcoin, so whether I believe that or not, I don't know. I just know that's kind but of. But ultimately, that's the thing: is like big in institutional Bitcoin holders only have their motivation is to in- increase the price of bitcoin over time right now in the short term if they can manipulate the price down five thousand dollars and then they go in and drop another hundred mil um 
you know, it's just smart business. You know, is the market going to allow them to manipulate it the way they did or they people were three, four, five years ago? You know, remember going back to Mt. Gox, you know, when, mm-hmm. the, when the trustee started trying to offload his 600 yeah. million Bitcoin oh, yeah. or whatever it is, um, you know, he crashed, crashed $10,000 off the price or something along those lines. Oh, it was. I'm not as detail oriented as Nate. No, it was. Uh, that was an epic drop, though. Like mm-hmm. that. That one was. I mean, you can see it on the charts. Uh, I mean, if you go back in time, it was like November 2018, I think, or somewhere around there. It's Wh- probably, it's probably that say? one right there. No, it's the one right there by 2019. No, I 19. It, yeah, I think that was when the trustee. From Mount Gox. Yeah, the trustee. Oh, I thought you were talking about the actual hack. You talking oh, about the trustee hack side. is way back there. Yeah. In 16, oh, oh yeah, yeah. So the trustee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that that big drop there is when the trustee from Mount Gox started off. There was a l- yeah. There was a lot of movement with some stuff here. This was a this mm-hmm. was a, a an interesting one, but um, I mean the same reaction, uh, you know, with with the bottom side here as you you know we're seeing it just ripped down and then you know everybody was just buying for a little while. Mm-hmm. This one a little bit more V, but yeah that. The Mt. Gox stuff, I mean, it still comes out the haunt. They were still talking about it just uh, a few weeks ago, yeah. um, you know, but it was already it was already monies that was settled. And it's the same thing. You always get the same, you know, FUD that comes out. Oh, China's going to ban Bitcoin or China tells people they're going to ban Bitcoin so they can go in and buy some. That's, right. You know, tether FUD. You know, right. as soon as it drops, it's like you got to you got to write the narrative to fit what's going on. Agreed. So. Agreed. And I, I, I mean, I see that a lot, but I was going to say that. Um, talking about legitimacy, I think that the the Mt. Gox trustee situation, if anything, adds legitimacy to Bitcoin. It's you know they went in and they did their job as regulators, and they went in there and did their job as enforcement, and they tried to make it right and good for the people on the street who had right. who had bought into that, and I, that can only add. You know, a certain sense of security and safety. For sure. Know, when you're thinking about for sure. buying Bitcoin. Well, I mean, I think Bitcoin's great and I'm long Bitcoin, but I think right now, you know, all the red on the side's not going to bode where I'm at. But I think we're kind of in a little bit of an alt season here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think we got one coming for the next uh, probably week or two, maybe a little longer, depending on how far out this little consolidation with Bitcoin goes. Um, I'm I, I'm loving the DeFi coins, man. Loving the DeFi coins. Mm-hmm. What's your What's your thoughts on uh, decentralized finance? Um, my thoughts on decentralized finance are that it was a natural um, evolution of the whole industry. Is where that was really going. Uh, I mean, but I don't know quite how to say this. I mean, there's so many coins that came out in that 2018, 2017 that were trying to solve some kind of business problem or they were, you know, linked to IoT or they were linked to, yes, um, you know, smart contracting, et cetera. But then there really isn't a huge amount of crossover into the physical world for a lot of these coins. You know, they, they yeah. functionally, they do do that job, but that's not going to promote their value. And so right. coins that can... Um, that can perform in digital, technical, financial markets. You know, they're already there. It's the easiest. It's right. It's what's right in front right. of them. So go out there and uh, and create use cases and create functions that that are that are easy and obvious and don't require yeah. you know, ma- large mass scale adoption by major corporations. Right. You know, those are. I mean, I have dishwasher, uh, washing machine and dryer at home. Samsung one. They've got the little card slot in the front. I'm like, I don't want. 
You have a card slot in your washing machine? Yeah, you machine? can put like a smart card thing and then manage it on the IoT and you can manage it from your phone or you can do whatever or you can have it order stuff from Amazon <laughs> for you. Um, you know, Apparently, I'm living in the Stone Ages. Uh, I need a smart, uh, smart, a smart washing machine. Well, like I said, I have the slot. And that is actually exactly the point I'm trying to make, which yeah. is like, you know, yeah. all those coins that came out there with trackers on them, you know, the, we were talking about Origin Trail right. yeah. um, and a couple of others, you know, they require such a big investment on the outside in the mass markets for physical products and physical logistics for them to be successful. And ultimately, that's a, probably a pretty competitive space. Yeah. Whereas DeFi, I think, you know, it's direct to consumer. You, you don't need anything more than your coin structure and, and you know, however you're, you're programming your smart contracts um, and, and trying to offer. I mean, there are some wildly outlandish claims around the, some of those DeFi coins. Um, and, you know, I like to use, you're talking, we're talking about being an emotional investor. Um, I do, I like to dabble out in the, in the chaos you know so yeah yeah oh yeah decentralized exchanges some stuff where i need a vpn and all mm -hmm. that kind of stuff but then there's a certain amount of comfort i get from companies like coinbase whereas i'm like okay i know that you did some vetting now did you get it 100 <laughs> percent right and did you give it your all yeah maybe maybe not who knows but i know that if i pick up like i'm i got a nice little holding in algo right now and i like algo oh well. algo is gonna be nice right um and uh you know the fact that it, it's 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 on Coinbase does give me a little bit of comfort. It's, I mean, they just they just put in their staking, uh, which has brought Algo back mm -hmm. to my uh, attention as well, which is nice. And a lot of people were, uh, you know, talking about it like, well, you know, they've had staking out for a while. Yes, you could stake it yourself, but mm -hmm. the average Joe has no clue how they're going to stake their. They might buy their Algo somewhere but then how do i stake it where, where do i stake it at right. and it's there's a whole problem with that that's why you know when uh, these exchanges started allowing you to stake it now granted you're not getting the full percentage you would as if you're staking it on your own but let's look at algo you're getting six percent if right. i can get six percent knowing where i'm buying algo right now looking at the next you know alt bull run that's going to come that's going to i mean it's already ripped up quite a bit just from this little bottom i mean look at how look at the room it has to grow mm -hmm. i mean Give me that and then let me hold on to it for a year. You know, let's just say minimum, it just goes up 200%. But we all know when that next bull run comes, we're going to see some crazy growth, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, that. And then just add 6% on it. Poppy's getting a yacht. As, a <laughs> ooh, ooh. <laughs> As I'm just sitting there, you know, I just, uh, I, you know, why not? I, but, I, but I like uh, the way that Coinbase, you're talking about exchanges that allowing you to stake it and you're getting that you know discounted percentage on it, but it's very real time. And I right. think that it gives you, I mean, I look at my Algo wallet on Coinbase and it's just ticking constantly. Yes. Like, this is how much you've earned. Yes. And then I see the, the dropping in my wallet every day. Yep. It's not like, oh, hey, am I going to get this that's at the end why of the year? If I drop this coin, am I not going to get it? No, it's boom. It's right there. It's that's right why there, it's right so great. It, it's, it's, uh, I love it. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I prefer Kraken for the exchange, right? but you're talking about user interface, Coinbase is way better, because I agree with you. Like, being able to see that, you know, it's just all the pretty stuff, you know, mm -hmm. just shining your face. Look, I'm giving but you more I mean, algo. That's, that's your high street, right? It's your high street entrance to cryptocurrency. Yeah, is, yeah. You know, if you, um, you know, if you don't really know where to start, 
Coinbase is probably where to start. Yeah. I just had a conversation with somebody last night. I've been getting a lot of people, you know, just out of the woodwork that, you know, are like, hey, you know, remember that cryptocurrency stuff? Mm-hmm. Are you still doing that? It's like, yeah. And it's that same conversation that I have. Like, well, how, how do I get into it? I go, well, you got a couple options. So you can either own your coins uh, or not own your coins. You know, if you just want to be exposed to the price action, there's a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. You know, you got GBTC, you got your EP, you got your BitW that's over the exchange. You could buy into mining companies like Riot or Mar- uh, Marathon, you know. Love Riot. Uh, yeah. Oh, Riot's great. Riot's great. And then, uh, you know, and then you can go into the the easiest route, in my opinion, is, well, I, I didn't mention Robinhood, so you could do Robinhood as well. Yeah. But PayPal is literally the easiest way because everybody's got a PayPal account. You pull it up. It says buy crypto. You click on it. You just have to say you understand that you could lose all your money, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And then you buy crypto. Oh, you're already the same up. is true on the Cash App. I think the Cash, oh, cash App, app Cash yeah. App were there like a year before as well. Oh, and but you, you know. got to talk about users. I, I like PayPal because you're talking about users. Like that, that onboarding of users with that is unreal. Mm-hmm. And oh, who, yeah. how many people use PayPal in their businesses? You know, at that point in time, there's just these the onboarding capabilities when that came on and that's the ease. The problem is, is you don't own your coins with right. PayPal. You're just exposed to the price. Now, supposedly they're going to come in and uh, make it so you actually do own your coins and you can send them to other people or to a different wallet. Uh, I actually read too, that they're supposed to be having their own debit credit card that mm-hmm. you could then use as well, which would tie into your crypto. Pretty cool deal. Uh, you know what that comes out to. I don't know, but, um, you're talking about the 2017 coins and it made me think of, you know, the ICOs that came in and, you know, they all had this use case like you were talking about, whatever it would be, right? Oh, blockchain fixes this. That's kind of the joke. That's always, oh, blockchain fixes this or Bitcoin fixes this. Mm-hmm. And what we saw was there was a lot of, you know, real cool ideas, you know, that were out there that blockchain did, you know, can, you know, help and make better. But all you did see was all these big companies that have, you know, a war chest of money is like, right. oh yeah, this is a good idea. Uh, no, I'm not going to use Nano or Ethereum or anything else. I'm just going to use the, this open source blockchain that's been given yep. to me, and hire a bunch of these devs and make my own. I mean, IBM was a classic one. Yep. I mean, they created their own blockchain that they use in house. Apple, you know, they have their own blockchain for all their uh, Apple Pay. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what these people do. FedEx, uh, they made their own for all their tracking stuff. I'm sure UPS did too. But that's what happened with all those coins. It was just the hype, good ideas, but the realistic idea of them actually being used just kind of fell apart. I think that's the separation of the two parts of cryptocurrencies. And one is like, why are you getting into cryptocurrency? Are you getting into cryptocurrency to just make money? Yeah. Or is there, you know, is distributed ledgering and, and blockchain technologies and smart contracting a useful way of tracking stuff in your business? Because it makes you money too. Yeah. You know, yeah. especially in like loss prevention and uh, logistics and, you know, you can throw a lot of that, those transaction logs into some sort of AI and have them have it spit out, you know, improvements, big, big savings yeah. for, for large global oh. businesses. Huge oh, yeah. Savings. I think I remember the FedEx one that came in and they talked about when they were testing it out, um, tested out the old way and then with their new blockchain that they had put into place. And it was a matter of time-wise it was a lost package and their old way it took them two days to find it mm-hmm. and the blockchain took like three seconds because it's been scanned every single yeah. port of call it and and a, an entry has been made on the ledger and that ledger has then been yeah you know so there's a lot of the, that stuff that was was great that came through 
But you're, you're talking about, I mean, we kind of got into this subject about, I mean, I was going to make sure that you mentioned Robin Hood because that is, you know, it's, that's another really easy yeah. on-ramp on into uh, exposing yourself to the potential growth of cryptocurrencies. But um, you know, go back to those 2017 coins, uh, there was one, Dragon, Dragon Chains oh, yeah. out there. I still own know. some Dragon. I do too. It's you know, know worth nothing from what, what I probably nothing. bought it for. And I had such high hopes for that because they were like pulling in Starbucks and... Uh, That's in quotations. Quotations, yeah, sorry. sorry. They, had, they had the Starbucks. They actually had the Starbucks. Uh, he was a part of their board, mm -hmm. was a part of the board of um, Dragon, Dragon Chain. And that was like a big deal. Like, mm -hmm. Oh, this is a done deal. This is pretty much in. Starbucks is using Dragon Chain. Let it go to the million dollars. It never did. And that's, I mean, as, as I've got smarter as an investor, uh, that's exactly the kind of red flags I'm looking for when, when new yeah. coins, new technologies come out. It's like, did somebody have a conversation with this guy? And <laughs> then they just put him on the website. And I'm convinced now that he's part right. of it. He's driving that. But right. no. Now I need to look a, a little bit further beyond that. Yeah. Um, and this is one of my bags that I have. MPXS. Mm, I didn't even know that one. It's used it for it was used for um, just quick transactions. They had their own little credit card and like a scanner, like to be able to buy and sell. Mm -hmm. Anyways, I was big into that. It's in. I mean, I was probably big into it up here. Like, it's funny you've never mentioned that one on the Discord. Well, because I don't want anybody to buy it yet. No, <laughs> oh. I, once I tell them to buy it, sure, I'll, yeah, I'll. I might get back into it, but man, oh, I'm gonna go buy some. I just bought it because of the hype. I was I'm like, buy oh, some right now. <laughs> it, it is consolidating quite well. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what this this <laughs> random crap is down here, but now uh, that one, and then there's a uh, there was this one, and it was a XYO. I don't remember that one. This yeah, was a big. They familiar. they spent a ton of money on advertising. It was like on every Facebook ad and things everywhere else like that. And it was all about you can mine it from your phone, and you get this magic you know crypto in your deal. Mm -hmm. You know, and realistically, it was like ah, again, it was 2017. I think I I can't remember when it first came out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I ICO'd this one. And I lost a lot of money. I lost a lot of money. I've yeah. got a couple of those. I, I need to do my homework and remind myself of all those horrors that went out with ICOs for sure. I still have um, I have a bunch of Bankera, BNK, which I did as a... BNK? Uh, ICO, yeah. <coughs> uh, it's not that one. It's it's on CoinMarketCap, but I'm not sure it's it's made it to TradingView yet. Uh, their, their their whole premise was that they were going to buy this big bank, and I think they did, and it's like coming out of Malta in Europe, and it was going to be this big European cryptocurrency bank. Yeah, here it is. Um, hey, look at that. It's up 5%. Sweet. Oh, you're, uh, ma you're I making I made, my I hit a, BTC. I made a dollar. <laughs> 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 I actually have it on uh, I have it on an, on the actual Bankera exchange because it does still exist, and it does seem like there is some there's still some forward momentum in that project. But, I mean, look at that, those volume... Oh yeah, that's, that's uh, pathetic. I'm, I'm probably just trying to convince myself that it was worthwhile back keep in trying. the day. Yeah, keep trying, yeah. keep okay. trying, keep um, trying. Uniswap, there you go. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I mean, they had a big, they had a big pump over the weekend. They had a big they, pump over the weekend. They were looking good. Yeah, I like uni. I mean, I got into uni because, well, one, I got airdropped some uni when because I was, um, I was using their stuff mm -hmm. uh, just. Just random. I'm not a whole lot. Just trying to figure it out because uh, the decentralized the dexes that came out with it was like, oh, this is the next big thing. So you got to look at it. And then they airdropped a 400 uni to everybody that had you know had a wallet with them, and uh, which was great because it ended up being like 1,200 bucks right away. I was like, oh, that's interesting. They just gave everybody 1,200 bones, mm. and then it ripped up. You know, I sold a bunch, and then I uh, 
you know, just watch it kind of drop down. I, we, we were actually on the discord, you and I, yeah. the volatility, we're trading it back and forth. It was actually, it was a good time. Made a lot of money. Off I, the made, I made, I made good money that weekend. Yes. Yeah. I enjoyed, I enjoyed uni at that time. I did get back in around this whole little consolidation here. Mm -hmm. So I'm sitting pretty nice in my uni. I uh, still got some. I mean, the reason why uh, uni even came onto my radar was Gala again. You know, it was on the on the Gala Games Discord, and they were asking for people to add liquidity to right, to right. Uniswap for the Gala coin. And yeah. so it didn't take me very long. It was like five ten minutes, and I was all set up and. It's super easy exposing my liquidity to the to the exchange. Yeah, I mean, make some money on that, and that was was worthwhile doing. Yeah, I have a little bit on the uh, Polyant, the Polyant exchange. Mm -hmm. uh, I had it on Uni as well, but um, uh, let's see. I have some on. Yeah, so I've made a whole hundred twenty-two dollars. Nice, but That's I got five you know, times as much as I made. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got I got a little bit. On, I got twenty-two grand on there worth. So I got. I started with this is the thing I don't like about the, and I understand how it works. It's the you're adding liquidity, so you're going to gain and lose depending on which way the prices go. So mm -hmm. the, you're adding to the pool for people to be able to say, hey, I want to trade for Gala or I want to trade for PGU. And then to be able to do that, there has to be buys and sells and there has to be a certain amount on the exchange to be able to go both ways. So you don't right. have a lot of slippage and that kind of thing. So that's what you provide here. And so what you get out of it is you get the, the transaction fees. Yep. Uh, and it gets whatever your share is, you get that portion of it. So for me, just sitting it on here, uh, ultimately realistically you're going to stay the same of what your what your entries are between the two mm -hmm. um for your amount of money that you put in but then you start to gain a little bit on the, it's almost like an interest earned right now obviously when it when prices go up for both is uh, is the big deal so that's when if you're able to position yourself in a liquidity pool where you like both of the both coins that are going to be going up then you get transaction fees plus you get the increase in price on both of those so mm -hmm. It's a good deal. Uh, Polyant is brand new, so they're they're uh, focused on NFTs for the gaming world. Is there is their main concept they're going on to? What's your thoughts on NFTs in the in the blockchain world? Um, I mean, again, I think that this is one of those really obvious use cases, and I, I like the fact that it, it, in my mind, if I abstract back from 2017, I think a lot of people took a step back and said, okay, well, what is the real use cases? Crypto uh, kitties. Crypto kitties, there you go. <laughs> um, and they proved that out, you know, the crypto kitties, you know, the people, people joke and laugh, but they create a lot of value out of almost nothing. And uh, I think that there's, um, I'm not a huge gamer myself. Uh, obviously I'm around a lot of people who, who are big gamers. Um, and, and I think the concept of an NFT was completely foreign to me about a year ago. And now it is, it makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. Um, you know, I've, I've got a, I've got an eight year old boy and he, he's a gamer and you know, there's things that he earns or gets in these games. And, you know, I would like for that to be a true transaction and for him to own that and be able to port that and take that elsewhere. And yeah. I think, um, the gaming world I think is the biggest use case for NFTs. Uh, for sure. I mean, well, I mean, the, the, so there is another use case which actually over the weekend is um, what's his name? The guy created Rick and Morty. Uh, he, no, I didn't see this. What happened? Yeah, he sold he sold a bundle of original Rick and Morty digital artwork as an NFT for a uh -huh. million dollars. That's awesome. Um, I can't remember his name, Neil something, I think. Um, I want to say Neil Gaiman, but I'm not sure that's true. So this is over the weekend? Yeah, well, end of last week, I think. Um, 
I reckon multi-NFT would get you where yeah. you wanted to get to, I think. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, a uh, uh, yeah. little extra about me. Was it? Oh, Justin Roiland. There you go. Oh, we've got Neil Gaiman. So it sells NFT. Uh, Rick and Morty creator sells NFT art collection for over one million in ether. There you go. That's awesome, man. That's that's really cool. And I think that that uh, you know so much of so much of humanity's creation is now digital. And why why not? Um, you know, trade ownership or you know through blockchain technology and, and cryptocurrencies. It's, it just makes perfect sense. You know, gaming. Gaming's a little obscure for me. Uh, I don't know if you know I can justify myself purchasing NFTs unless they are exactly the kind of NFT that is an investment. Yeah, that is going to make me money in the future and owning that and it is very. How do you know that? Supply. Though? It's exactly. like anything else, right? You have to have a right. conviction in whatever that is to then own it, right? So correct. Obviously, if you're a huge Rick and Morty fan and you know you believed in the fact that they're uh, that is going to go up in value, then you buy it, right? So right, and I mean, so going back to being an emotional investor, I personally love Rick and Morty, and so I'm not going to pay a million dollars in ether for some original artwork. However, yeah, uh, I would, you know, there is some satisfaction that I think I personally would get from owning something very unique and very specific to uh, an interest of mine um, that was digital, uh, and and you know, obviously. Uh, We've, we've worked together off and off for uh, uh, quite a long time. And I create things. I create things online. And so, you know, seeing those things go from just, oh, good job. Right. Looks, looks good. Yeah. To actually, that has value. Correct. And I want to be able to own that and sell that. Right. That's well, having the mechanism for that now, it, it wasn't there 10 years ago. And I, I think it allows a lot of different people out there. I think it, there's there's gonna they're gonna see some stuff in the music industry. The art industry is mm -hmm. big. Um, you know, being able to you know tokenize your stuff, your the meme community, right? Oh, uh, can you can you community. make your own meme into NFTs and then sell your own meme or uh, get some sort of royalty on off it's of it? It's happening on OpenSea right now, isn't it? I, I think I so. Think I haven't looked into it, but I'm I'm sure that's probably where I've read it from. I think that's you know those those things like people put time into that. Yep. To make those and they and then you know they can go viral maybe yeah, people how do love they it. get their payday they get their payday from from nft ising their yeah. creation and and saying uh, you know i think that's a good use case for like bat and there was another one you mentioned in music industry and there was a great coin uh back in 2017 that was targeting um mechanical rights and uh publishing rights on for musicians yeah. i don't know what happened to it i know i'm pretty about. sure i have uh, some of it somewhere but probably. i can't remember where it is <laughs> i have one of every single ico <laughs> that came out in 2017 it's somewhere i don't it's know it's somewhere it's uh, some wallet somewhere I'll, <laughs> I'll dig it out and i'll be like well i'm rich um well the real question is would you buy a citadel of gala if for I, one if I had that kind of money for, oh, what is it now it's uh, a question 1.6 million isn't it dollars something like that i think I'd, the citadel the the is gone and then i my understanding is they double in price but uh, yeah that is uh, that's what's going to happen and so yeah. the next one supposedly there's a buyer it's it's been out in the open mm -hmm. they have apparently five people that are looking into purchasing the the next one mm -hmm. so one one and a half million for that right yep. okay well then that doubles after that so if you don't get the one and a half million it goes up to three, three. so yeah i mean that's a lot of money for a nft 
Which in, a, in a game that doesn't currently exist. Right. So the game yeah. seems, I mean, it's not my style of game, but uh, the creator of the game uh, with what they're putting into it looks pretty awesome. And I think it's going to create a, an amazing, I mean, already there's a community yep. around it and the game's not even out. Well, I think, I mean, I think that's a lot to do with, you know, the proposition that Gala and Gala Games uh, has put out there, which is, um, you know, th these will we'll seed the game, but you're, you know, it's your game. You own it as a community. You own it. Yeah. Um, now, how do you own it? Well, there's going to be a, a, a transfer of value in order for us to just hand this over to you. And why not? And, uh, you know, I think we live in times where there are people who 1.6 million dollars for a game nft that as function is an investment is resellable um isn't a huge amount of money and there's right. a certain amount of uh status that is right. kind of given to those people and uh, not just stats but you know they're going to get publicity out of it and maybe they the I have to believe that most people who have that kind of money do the cost-benefit analysis and they're going to say, you know, I'm not just yeah. dumping $1.6 million for no real reason and just so I can own this town that doesn't actually currently exist yet, but I do own the, the rights to it when it gets built. There might be people that just do that because they have the money, but I know they've uh, stated... I, if, if those people are out there listening, um, you can call me on my cell. I have some I have some concepts for how I can take your $1.6 million. I have an NFT for you. Yeah, I have an NFT for you. Now, and I know they've stated that the people that they want to buy are the people that are going to be vested in the game and not just looking to have it as a this token that they bought oh i just have i have a million and a half just thrown out there they want to be vested in the game and part of the game that's why polyant they yep. bought the first one and they're a big investor already i mean they're throwing together the uh you know they've got the gala polyant pool they are part of the vault uh the auctions that are going on the vault's gonna be pretty big uh fyi i own one of those nice and uh i'm kind of excited about that it's but I mean, that's going down a whole nother ra rabbit hole. I mean, we could go into it Gala is, games but and that I think kind of there's, stuff. There's a, there's a, you know, bring it back to the real world and, and how cryptocurrencies can solve problems. When, um, you know, what a great way to expose an open door for collaboration. Yeah. You know, back in the day, you would have 100 meetings. You know, you have to go meet. You know, that's what business meetings are about. You go yeah. out there. How are we going to interact with each other? Is this a customer vendor relationship or is there more there that we can do? And I know from your history, you know, that's, you know, that's, right. that's how businesses get built. Right. And when you're almost fully digital, you know, your whole ecosystem exists only in the ether uh, or in, you know, in servers distributed across the world. And you say, well, you know, what well, I actually really want to collaborate with you. And I think there's cross, um, there's cross benefit that we can both get from this, but here's how we do it. Yeah. By this citadel within this game that we're building, and then you get to have a voice in how we build it. And Which is we I think we're gonna that's gonna make our game better. And it's gonna make the game better for everybody. Makes me so. interested to see who these other buyers are. Because they're looking for partners. Mm -hmm. And so what's what are these other partners that are coming to play? Again, why I'm so bullish on Gala, not just in the fact that they're building games. I mean Townstar I mean, I should pull it up on here. I don't think I've even... I haven't, I haven't played it in a while. Well, I haven't played it in a while. I've, I've won it. You won it? I won it. I no, won you it. didn't. I did way back when. 
when it oh. was, when it was first launched and okay. there was only like there was like 12 15 players on there i played it the whole <laughs> all week long oh and it's not tuesday it i got to see the illuminati balloon and everything and oh that's uh, hilarious yeah <laughs> and it was after that i kind of and then they got these really hardcore gamers on there and i just oh man they go to town i just don't have the time I mean, it's, uh, well I, look at this yeah oh my god are you insane. kidding me i haven't been on here in a while so this it's is the free to, this is the free to play how do you even get in here to play that's crazy. There's like nowhere to get your, put your, uh, uh, I guess we go over to Africa. Got to find water in Africa though. Yep, over there. So for people that are looking at it uh, on the screen, um, Townstar is like the, it's like a Farmville-ish game. So um, one of the creators of Farmville 2 is a part of the, the developer team. So this was one of the first games. Uh, I'm actually astonished with the amount of people that are on this, on the free to play. Right here, zoom into that, um, that coin volcano. Where are we That's at? It's a cool little thing. Look at that. I don't see it. That volcano right there. Where am I at? Top right, top left. Uh, you want to go? Yep, up there. Oh, there see we go. The oh, yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. This thing spewing. That's the box, box coin coins out there. Box coin yeah. volcanoes. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be an interesting one when that comes out. To the, with that comes out. Yep. Uh, I'm hoping soon. I, I, you have to have a farm bot to mine the box coin. Right. Um, which is going to be. I don't even know what use case it's going to be because they just came out and said that they're going to implement Gala as the in-game currency mm -hmm. um, soon as well with Townstar. So I think the concept, the concept is probably exactly the same. I think that, um, you know, if it's not Boxcoin, maybe it's just going to go straight to Gala. Maybe it's going to be a Gala mine. Yeah. I, I don't know the answer, no, but that's uh, I'm just saying that I think. Either way. Well, probably if, if, if the original concept was some form of... Um, you know, benefit to location of being near there and then obviously having proven out the investment with a farm bot you know, yeah they weren't cheap or they're like what no. are they going 20 grand right now uh i think <laughs> 20 to 30 grand it's kind of where they're at i mean with the prices increasing over the last you know couple months it's been kind of crazy the pricing but i know even back in december mm -hmm. they were going for like 25 25 grand so yeah so I mean, and that reward is there for those those players that got in there early and trusted their vision and um, and they're going to be rewarded for it. Yeah, that's going to be a cool one to see. Um, maybe they're going to, maybe you're going to mine NFTs. That'd be kind of a cool Ooh. idea. You box coin it, you're, uh, you can mine NFTs. Mm -hmm. well, I mean, that's, that's uh, you know, I don't think it's any secret that I know one of the team at Gala reasonably well. And, you know, that vision I think that they have is they don't want to create games. Uh, they want to create simulations. You know, it's a simulation of real world um infrastructure right. and the way things move around in the normal in in a real economy right but they want to do that you know it's a it's an on-screen representation of that that you get to participate in and you do that we do that yeah. we do that in the real world yeah um you know you want to talk about traditional market investing and shares and share prices we do that yeah and there's a lot of things that i think that they're building certainly into mirandas but are already existing in townstar you know when i started playing townstar a year ago, I, it was incredibly impressive the way the the economy works in there. And um, oh, I need to get back in there. Gonna get I, back in there. Well, I, I should I should place a little uh, town just so they can see what the town actually looks right. like. So we were just looking on the outskirts, but yeah, I've met Michael. He's uh, a cool dude. I actually just messaged him the other day. I was like, oh, we need to get another drink one of these days. He's a yeah. good guy to talk to. You know, fun guy. Got a lot of uh, interesting uh, ideas and concepts. Um, but yeah. It, I just the concept of the game itself. Let's see here. 
Bob. Bob. I should call it Venue. I should call it the Venue. Okay. That's venue Town. Maybe. There we go. There we go. I don't have a salty bot. I don't have enough people that uh, signed up for me. So hey, look, it's snowing. It's snowing in there. Well, it's still winter time. So, uh, I mean, again, I, I haven't played this in a long time. I think I played back in December when they were doing the. They had a little winter deal, so you could try to win something. I did not because I didn't play it that much. So, not my type of game. But a lot of people love it. I mean, Farmville was a huge game. So, I mean, it's it's everything you want from a game, isn't it? It's, it's once you start playing, it's really hard to walk away from it. Uh, yeah, I mean, and, and it, it suits all ages. I know. Uh, I mean, my son. It can happily spend a couple of hours playing Farmville. Yeah, uh, sorry, town star. It's super easy concept to play, and you know how to how to work it. Uh, you have your NFTs. Uh, obviously, you got like the crane bot, which um, I, I have some crane bots. Mm-hmm. You know, these are just in-game uh, non-fungible tokens that you can use to make you better, which is great. There's the farm. Uh, we there, there about. again is what we were talking about about how they've they're kind of changing not just the way that. Um, gaming works. It's 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 how to how to you collaborate across the industry. You know, look at the Simplex sugarcane and the Bitru wheat. You know, right? Simplex is an, uh, is is a crypto on ramp that you can use a debit card or a credit card in certain states and and all over the world to buy Bitcoin to start playing. And and your Bitru is a, is an exchange where you can go and buy Gala. And they have uh, opened those doors and said, let's put your logo on an NFT inside our game. So that right. people know that that's where you know they're, they're, these are our partners. These are the people who are collaborating with us as a as a company, so. helping to get it going. Mm-hmm. So yeah, for sure. Well, and the nice. I mean, I've sold some of this stuff too. So I've actually, you know, a lot of this I got through my. Uh, I run some nodes, and so a lot of it I, I got through nodes. Um, some of it, like the bit, the bit true and the sh- uh, simplex sugarcane, I got through nodes as well because the yep. node owners got drops. But I also got some of the bit true because I bought Gala on the BitTrue exchange and held it for a certain time frame. And so they had little rewards from there. But I mean, the crane bots, um, I know they're selling for a few hundred bucks piece. You know, mm-hmm. I think it's 300 bucks a piece or something like that on OpenSea. For a fully, fully, for built, a fully crane built crane bot. Oh, wow. I mean, and that's all, all those there. I, I just got those through my uh, through my node. I have enough here that pays for almost all of my nodes. And that's the thing is, I mean, to, to, to guys like you and me who've been in, in and around this for a while and you obviously we trade to make money and you know this is just one really slick use case for, for cryptocurrency. But then there are actually, you know, there are people out in India and Africa who are, who are playing town styles because there's an actual monetary reward available to them. They right. get in there, they do... They, you know, they put the work in and they earn those NFTs and then they sell them on OpenSea and guess what? You know, they're actually yeah. making money that they, they, they couldn't have before. We make money by putting money on the line and right. saying, hey, how can I accumulate or in inflate this and when to get out and when to when to get in, etc. But there are kids out there who are, man, I just earned 500 bucks selling a, uh, an, an NFT I earned in, uh, in uh, Townstar yep. and now I can afford a PS5. Yep. Whatever. I yeah. Mean, it's, it's, what a, what a, it's pretty cool. What a great platform. It's pretty cool. I love it. I mean, the team's pretty cool. They're on their Discord. They're mm-hmm. always talking with everybody and answering questions. They're uh, pretty straightforward and ready to rock and roll. Um, we kind of wrap it up here, but I got one more question okay. for you. What's the question? Uh, you know, we're we're uh, traders. Mm-hmm. We're investors. What's your dark horse, man? In the crypto world, 
Crypto, crypto. Oh. What did you? What was yours for the yearly pick on the Discord channel? First, though, you were. Oh, that even. Come on, come <laughs> that on. Was where BDSI. So BDSI was mine. Okay. Uh, it's not doing super great. Uh, again, that's you're about an, even. You're about even. It's an emotional investment, though. I know. I know one of the guys who developed the pattern that BDSI have. Okay. Um, and it's a, you know, it's a great, it's a great concept. It's a, it's an internal suture that, um emits antibiotics and antibacterial drugs and pain relief drugs and then it dissolves um that's pretty awesome seems amazing to me right yeah yeah seems share price is not reflecting <laughs> that so i might be the only person who truly believes uh, in this as a concept i mean it had i mean it's pretty nice little volume spike right here on this little downturn uh dripping down we're sitting on the top of the cloud if we get a little turnaround in here uh it might be a good buy point i don't know I, I will. Know. I will say that I did also buy uh, a lot of everybody else's picks as well. Just well, because. I did. I, I bought. I, right, so. I bought a hundred <laughs> bucks of all of them. Actually, a few of them I bought a little bit more. But yeah. I had a hundred bucks of all of them. And I put them in my Robinhood account because I never use Robinhood. Right. Just to see how it's doing. It's doing really well. I think last time I checked, it was up like sixty percent. Nice from the year start. Yeah, I think your your pick of ship is is floating my. Well, <laughs> that's not true. I have riot calls out till 2023, and they're all doing quite nicely. Well, Jagex, it ripped up right away. Jagex is probably mm -hmm. still the leader out of everybody because it, I mean, it came in, let's see, the first, uh, it's up quite a bit. Let me see here. Let's see. This is the first. Got to get to the right day. I mean, if you want to know like dark horse from crypto, is I still am really big believer in the power of Asian markets. And I think that, you know, it's the OMGs, the QTOMs, the NEOs. The <laughs> I just I pulled up Neo, Neo. I was like, you were a big Neo yeah, back I'm in the day. I'm a big Neo guy and I still, I still firmly believe in it. I mean, people get scared off and they're like, oh, the Chinese government is involved. I'm like, sweet. They know how to make money. Let's, I have uh, not I looked can at ride Neo. that horse. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't looked at Neo for, for yeah. forever. And so it's funny because Neo is the only one I still have sitting on my uh, physical ledger yeah. um, cold storage wallet. Um, well, that was the one. I'm just going to leave it there. I'm going to leave it there. At some point, do you still get, it's going to be massive. Do you still get gas oh, for yeah. just holding it there? Because yeah. I was like, that was the one thing that I had it for a while. And then I ended up selling it uh, just because I sold a lot of the stuff that I remembered I had. Because mm -hmm. um, it was just tidying up. Right? It was like, yeah, I was it's just tidying just up. I had stuff sitting around. I'm like, you know what? Just put it away, sell it, and then buy something else later. That's, That's the right. thing that I had to do. So you are, you're still, you're still getting gas. Still for get gas ultimately yeah. you're staking you, you it. do have to open up the wallet and claim it, uh, but it's still right. building up against the wallet address. So. Right. But it doesn't go away. As soon as nope. you open the wallet up, you're like, Oh, yeah, I've got it's like claim gas psh, done. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. It's not a huge amount of money, but it's, yeah, it's it makes, money. You, makes your loss a little bit easier to handle. That's right. So it's sitting at a uh, weird spot. I don't know. I don't know if I'd look at it yet. Everything has been pumping. So, yeah, I mean, Link is the other one. I mean, it's yeah. that's it's a mainstream coin that, like you've, I mean, you've mentioned it a couple of times, can can come out here and dominate, and it's, um, you know, it's doing it. Uh, I've I got it at a Link under ten dollars, I think. So, um, uh, so you're, si you're sitting that. good. You're yeah. sitting good because, and it's one of those ones I'm just not going to get rid of anytime soon. I have no desire to sell it. I, I mean, you're going to see Link at a hundred. I mean, right. guaranteed, you'll see Link at a hundred. Will we see Link at a thousand? I mean, the way it runs, I mean, this was, this is link. So 2018 bear market. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. Link, link comes out and it outperforms the entire way until the summertime. And that's, you know, kind of the point in time when you started to see Bitcoin 
take a hold of things and start to mm-hmm. kind of move. You started getting more investors coming into it. It had to take a reset. It dropped right down to the 50. I did a little video on this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, eh, you know, it's probably a pretty dank good spot to kind of start to get in at that point in time uh, in, in terms of BTC. You know, you had brought it up and I was like, I don't know. I probably should have. I should have. I've been talking about Link forever and I still don't buy Link. I think I've leverage traded a couple times, but I, I don't own a pack. I, I got me some Link and uh, I'm pretty confident that in the future that's going to have that's going to pay off. I don't know me. if that counts as a dark horse, though. Okay. I think I didn't I say my dark horse was you said uh, like it was OMG, Qtom and okay. Neo. I, I like it. anything that's got. You're going with the grandpa coins. Okay. I'm going, I like I'm going it. with the with the Asian market leveraged coins okay. where there might be a little bit of extra manipulation in there because I love it. As long as the Chinese government don't care ICX. that I own it, I will ICX. I oh, love yeah, ICX. Yeah. I have some ICX still. I think it pumped quite a bit over the oh, I made it I made money on ICX. So that's the thing is I made money on all those coins back in 2017, 18 and you know I I just, you know, they're still around. That's look at the this thing. thing. Look at look at they're where it's at in 2017 and 18. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's some. I mean, just to get back to the all-time high again, it's you're talking some re- three thousand percent growth. Three thousand percent. <laughs> but I mean, I made money on on uh, on Icon, and I, I can remember reading, you know, when I, before I bought Icon, and I did do some research, and it was like they 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 launched the coin, but they launched it with vending machines right oh, do you yeah. remember that yeah yeah, yeah. Was, i do remember that yeah they were it was vending machines that were going into all the universities in across like the philippines or somewhere like that yeah and you could, the only thing you could do is you you would load your card up with icon and you could get yourself a snack now obviously i'm not sure that ever transpired but yeah. ultimately that coin is still around and anything that's still around from back there Back then, as long as it had a viable use case, it probably has some inherent future value. Well, and people, maybe, people maybe not, have it know. sitting on their in their wallet somewhere. You know, they're yeah. like, "Oh, wait, we're pumping again," and you start getting that volume back out there, and you know, yeah. it'll come around. I mean, look at this thing in a month's time frame; it went up a thousand percent. So, yeah, uh, that's the thing that a lot of people. I was uh, around at that time. That was the heyday. That was the heyday. That was the heyday. Uh, yeah. My uh, my dark horses are going to be. Anything in the DeFi world, man. That's I'm um, loving the DeFi. I'm in some AAVE. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got in it at about 105. Whew. It was a little late. Still, <laughs> it's at 250. <laughs> Still, I'd say a little late. I was right yeah. in this range here. I got it at 105 bucks, and it was like and sitting at 250 right now. AAV, uh, my one inch that okay, I, I picked I'm in up at. some one inch on your recommendation. I can't wait till one inch gets to three inches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dot, uh, you know, you know how I feel about dot. Yeah, I got some dot. Uh, uh, I'm in there. I mean, there's there's other ones. I'm in the uni, uni obviously. Uni. So yeah, and those are the big ones. I I'm dabbling in some other smaller ones, just uh, with a little bit of money, just because they're such they're so volatile when they come out. I, somebody was talking about um, Badger Coin today. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna jump like fifty percent in like an hour. I didn't get in on it. I was just watching, but. It'll be a fun time, man. Uh, crypto is going to, you know, take us to new places. It is again, again, so. absolutely. Yeah. And I think it's going to cement itself as a as a fabric of society to come. And I'm ready. That's why we're there. That's why we're there. I appreciate you coming on, man. It was uh, good talking to you. Appreciate you having me on, Nate. We'll right. see you again soon. Take care. Okay.